Deepest, deepest apologies, everybody. Uh, I don't even know why I'm trying to do this. Alright, uh, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, 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 hey everybody, uh, thanks for coming back in, um, I'm, like I said, uh, life, life happens, and when it does it, it's a pain in the ass, it is a pain in the ass. All right, so yeah, uh, we left off at, we left off at the Joe Button, Joe Button's experience. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. This playlist is straight trash. Straight trash. All right, here we go. We're going to try this again for the second time. Oh, man, this playlist is basura. Oh, no. You know what? Let me try something. Don't want to do that. Alright, um... Hmm. Alright, 
Uh, DJ Quick, Death Row, Hasbro, E1. Um, shit. Hmm. Okay. Let me just dive in. Still no notification. Tragic. Hold on. thing is way loud all right all right we're in it we're in it turn this down okay here we go shout out to everybody shout yourselves out um now everybody leaving comments about um how this happens people don't understand how royalties work okay so if you make a song 20 years ago and it sells a million records 10 million records 5 million records obviously um, economics tells us over time the sales will pretty much crawl to a stop okay I still get royalty checks for like $10 every quarter okay so everyone's you guys are too caught up in the numbers from 20 years ago all those records that Quickhead did 20 years ago they're not selling like they're not selling like hotcakes people like so when you get your royalty checks it breaks down all the territories what what territories are bought what how many sold and it gives you a tally and then it gives you the gross and then the taxes and then the net that's pretty much it it either comes from ASCAP or BMI or CSAC okay so a lot of you people are like, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be, bro. I mean, 20 fucking years ago, okay? No one's, <laughs> if you put some out 20 years ago, that was 20 years ago. Motherfuckers are not going to be buying this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so take that in consideration. And then, I, I, I. Okay, so then uh, he, he okay. Quick would have to sue a lot of people. Okay, he would have to sue a lot of people to get a smidgen of what. He, and he has been in this business too long, and I'm gonna tread carefully because I'm I got people tied directly to him and Battle Cat, so I'm gonna just I'm a I'm a not say too much. I was looking up one of Battle Cat's records for clearance. I have to get in contact with nine different people. That's just an example. God forbid if I have to go look up Quick's catalog for one song and see who's all got their hands in the pot. It's motherfuckers that don't even that don't make records being listed as producers, writers, copyright holders, publishers. You understand? I had to. 
Okay. So when you make a record, if you're a producer, and I'm, uh, you turn in the record to a label, okay? So you got the producer and whoever wrote the rhymes, the lyrics, the songwriter, whatever, you two, okay? Then y'all split up the song 50% amongst the two of y'all, okay? That's just if it's just the two of y'all. Then the publisher, whoever your publisher is, they need their cut. And then whoever owns the copyrights, which means it's going to be the label that you turn the record into. They need their cut. So for me to get a song cleared to use, I have to get everybody's uh, permission that's attached to that record for clearance. Okay? Not to mention when the, when the, when the publishing shit gets spliced up and diced amongst five or six, seven different ten people. That's ten different checks of one song. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> so it's easy to Monday night quarterback this shit when you when you see DJ Quick with a $118 check. They were jerking everybody. Okay? And then on top of that, which now this is where I fought quick, like off the top. When he mentioned he did a song with Kendrick and TDE, he didn't get his credit. So normally what we tell artists and producers when you're in the studio, we have the split sheets ready. Okay, you either do the split sheet before the song is created or you do a split sheet after the song is created. A split sheet basically is a, a memorandum or um, it's, it's almost like a, an affidavit to a certain extent of who did what. Okay. So the stories of Puffy would come in during uh, the Hitman's production, and he was he would add a snare or a hi hat or a cymbal, and he would get production credit. Okay, so when you do the split sheet, you turn the split sheet into the A and R guy. Normally, would go and he does that, and he makes a copy and he forwards that to to the. To publishing and then publishing whatever the case may be so if your name's not on the split sheet I'm, I'm getting I'm addressing solely the DJ quick not getting his credit from from TDE for that song he did for Kendrick why did not punch and those guys not give quick his credit okay and then why did quick not leave that studio session with a copy of the split sheet. You understand? It's one thing to get jerked in your first 10 years of business. Okay? But after 20, 30 years, there's no excuses. None. And, 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 and you know, he was talking about, he's like, he said, no diss to TDE and all. But no, but wait a minute. Now, there's some, there's some fuckery going on. Hold up. You are DJ Quick. You are... One of the greatest, probably top five hip-hop producers, dead or alive. Okay, I, I, I put quick over Dr. Dre all day, every day, twice, twice on Sunday. That's not even up for a debate, okay? He's been in this business 30-plus years. How does DJ Quick leave a session nowadays without a split sheet, without getting his credits in, in the 2020s is, is beyond me. Okay, that's inexcusable. But so to get one's credits, you have to, of course, hire the attorney. And entertainment attorneys are some of the most expensive attorneys 
next to mergers and acquisitions. People don't understand this shit. Like attorneys for mergers and acquisitions, criminal, civil attorneys are some of the most expensive by our attorneys you could possibly hire. Entertainment attorneys are right up there with them. Right up there with them. Depending, especially depending on um, what you're trying to get accomplished. Okay. So for quick, let's just take TDE. TDE would have quick would have to go to Inter, he would have to go through Interscope and TDE to get his credits. You know what I'm saying? They would have to go back in, open the books, redact, resend some shit, and then add his name, then resubmit it to to ASCAP or BMI or CSAC. Then you have to do uh, an adjusted prorate. Now, if they give him the credits, are we going to prorate this from the time that he should have got it from way back when, when he first produced the record, or they're going to give it to him off the top going moving forward, which is going to be fucking pennies on the dollar at this point. Okay, so um, outside of a death, right? Once you put the record out and it does its thing for the first two, three years, then every quarter the checks get smaller and smaller and smaller until someone an artist dies and then all of a sudden the numbers go back up let's take DMX for example DMX streaming went up 928% when he died DMX's streaming went up 928% after he died do you understand okay so it's a lot of paperwork a lot of tedious paperwork that is not easily um, rescinded and 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 re- redid. Okay, it's it's you have to track people down. People sometimes don't want to be found. People drag their feet. Even if you issue them a summons to court, you know they could delay this shit, postpone this shit. The average person ain't got money like that trying to sue. Um, a label for for stolen songs and shit. Like matter, matter of fact, okay, here's a story. The label owner I work for, right? Him and Babyface, both were musicians at MCA. Long time ago. Babyface, then Jack, my label owner's music. It happens. That's like almost a rite of passage that someone's going to steal your music. Because people always ask me, well, how can you prevent? You can't prevent someone stealing your music. You Now, I will say this. It's easier with social media to shame an artist into doing the right thing. As we saw with, with Cardi B. We saw with Megan Thee Stallion. You have a lot of these no-name artists be like, hey, wait a minute. That's my... It, social media has made it easier to, to prove your case. Without having to get to go to court, you know what I'm saying. But back then, there was no social media. Look, you, we would have to actually draw up a fucking um, what is it called? A, a, a music music sheet with all the notes, all the bridges, all the chorus. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? We would have to actually write it out in notes. The actual song, how how songwriters used to write music, sheet music. Okay, we would have to submit that. To an audiologist then they would submit in return their version of the music sheet for the song and then you go to court and then the audiologist gives his opinion and then the judge makes a decision like hey what well, sounds like a sound 
Pharrell and Robin Thicke being sued by the Marvin Gaye family. Okay, so how that case went was both sides submitted music sheets and they were like, hey, this is where they stole this bridge. And this this note section here is the same as, as Marvin's. They lost that case, Pharrell and, 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 and Robin Thicke. I mean, you can listen to the shit. And you, could, you can tell Pharrell tried to either overplay the shit or do an interpolation, right? And kind of go off on, on, on his own little tangent. They lost that case, right? And they're still trying to fight the, they're still trying to appeal the, uh, the, the, the decision. Matter of fact, T.I. was dragged into that shit. He got to pay up some of that money because he was on that song as well. Um, if he doesn't have, see, because once again, once again, y'all. Okay. All right. All you smart asses that talk law shit, then I need y'all to explain to me how, how is, how, how did Michael Jackson, who was the sole possessor of one of the largest music catalogs in history in the world how did uh, Michael Jackson was how was he not able to rightfully pass on the catalog to his children explain to me to all you law musical law entertainment attorneys in the chat and listening how the fuck did Sony end up back with the publishing when it was it rightfully belonged to Michael Jackson and his children explain that how the label ended up back with the publishing let's take Prince Prince was no dummy now even though he technically signed his deal with Warner Brothers at the age of 17 which should have voided his contract that's how slimy this business is so for all you law degree niggas I, I need y'all explaining me how there's a 17 year old kid still locked into a fucking bad record contract because he was technically a minor still a minor Okay, oh, you know, contracts signed by minors without the presence of a parent or an attorney, they're no good. See, once again, once again. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. So wait, so wait, 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 wait. Elevation Allah. So Michael was smart enough to obtain the publishing, but wasn't smart enough to keep the shit after his death. Is that what you're telling me right now? Is that what you... You're telling me Michael Jackson was able to outsmart a handful of Jews and Paul McCartney obtain the publishing underneath everybody's noses but wasn't smart enough to keep the shit. Uh, okay, bro. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Right. Right, exactly. 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 Do I have a phone number? I'll call in. You know what? Do I have the number back? Hold up. Because you're going to pay for this. Because you're going to pay. You want to talk to me? You're going to pay. Hold up. Let me, let me holler at my producer. Cause I, I I want you to educate me, cause I I guess I don't know what the fuck I'm, I'm talking about. Cause uh, you you know. Hold up, how did he lose it so fast? 
Fiova. That, that, bruh. See, these are conversations I don't have with people like with detractors and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting to see if I got the, the number to call in. I'll take white color. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna we're gonna test it out. Here's the call in number. And like I said, if you really if you're gonna sit here and try and really debate me on some shit that I personally have got. You're going to pay for it. I'm going to make you pay for it. Hold up. God damn it. Copy. Oh, no, you can hear the music? Okay, I'm just testing to make sure. Okay. You want to call tonight and debate me on some shit I know, you're going to pay for it. That's, that's the number. Please call in. Please call in. Please call me. Please call me. Wait, what Chad say? We call that barracks noise. Talk about it. Talk about. Thank you. Y'all remember how quickly that he they got that shit back. But let me go ahead and let me keep rocking and rolling. So once again, let me let me give another another example. Prince. Prince was no dummy. Now technically, his record contract should have been voided uh, because he signed at the age of seventeen. Okay, and explain to me. How was Warner Chapel able to get back his a publishing? Why did it, why did Prince's publishing not go to his siblings, right? And there was one part where some siblings had a piece, then all of a sudden they sold it back to the labels. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Okay. So, uh, where, where's home homeboy at? Elevation Allah. You're telling me, once again, he says, Mike, 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 he learned learned from Quincy Jones. What do you think he learned the publishing shit from? He learned the shit from Quincy. And everybody was was at Mike's beck and call. There was nobody to tell Mike no. Nobody told Mike no. Right? They were telling him, Mike, give up the publishing and we'll wipe the debt clean because he was in debt. He was in so much debt. 
They were like, look, man, give us back the publishing and we'll wipe the debt clean. And he said no. Okay? They they harangued that man for years to give back the publishing to clear the debt that he that he racked up. There was no way for him to ever be in debt. The catalog was worth too much money. Y'all remember the 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 the, the, the damn TV show? This nigga walking in the, in the building and just picking shit, buying shit. Like, ah, yes, I want this. I want this bronze golden tiger and all the this b- mad shit, stupid dumb shit. Okay, Michael's in that store buying dumb shit, flexing on the white folk, and they hated him for that shit. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> you fucking kidding me? That white man was like, the fuck? Yes. I would like, um, I want these statues. I want that rug. Oh, yes, yes, this. I want the buying shit that he would fuck out of here. That man could never, could have never gone broke, ever. Songs are playing. Songs are streaming 24-7, 365. If you're the owners of, if you're even a co-owner of the publishing, you're going to see money, period. They're running in TV spots, uh, sporting events. Listen, every time you hear a song, whether it's from the elevator to a sporting event to the, your local bar, somebody's getting paid for that. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Indian guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait, wait. I'm not going to pay two ninety five per minute to speak to you. Well, uh, elevation Allah, take your monkey ass the fuck about my chat. Because you, you had so much fucking huff for me. You, you was going to learn me tonight. But you don't want to learn. You don't wanna, So my time is not valuable to you. Got it. So let me go ahead and get you the fuck up out of here. Be on your way. Go and be with Allah. The fuck out of here. Now. Uh, where am I getting? Okay. So let's look up the E1 article. E1 selling to, uh, to Has- uh, Hasbro. Selling the shit off. Okay, so people were like, oh, the chick from Canada, the chick from Canada, who you think the fuck she sold the shit to? Let me go ahead and just pull up the article real quick, because like, you know, because motherfuckers don't like to read. Hold up. Let me find it. Now. Hold up. Cause I wanna I wanna find the picture of the white boys. Hold up. Just just bear with bear with me. Uh, I wanna find that one with the white it shows the white boys. This is some bullshit. And if you're smart, you 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 buy some stock in, in Hasbro, because you know Hasbro, the big one of the biggest toy makers, in 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 the world, right? Transformers, GI Joe, uh, My Little Pony, um, you know what I'm saying? Wait, Hasbro, Hasbro, that's Power Rangers too, right? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That's Saban. That's a whole nother get down. Saban. Okay. I found the article. Hold up. 
Hold up. Hold up. We're going we're gonna to learn some tonight together as a, as a team. Hold up. Hold up. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right. These white boys right here. Let me give y'all better. I want this one. There we go. I want this version. Okay. Hasbro sells E1 to Blackstone for $385 million. That's not Death Row. That's E1. E1 used to be called Koch. Y'all remember Koch Records? Uh, Cameron called it the graveyard. Remember he had the phone call with 50 Cent on, 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 on air? He said, yo, you just signed off for your man Prodigy to go to, go to Koch. Koch is the graveyard. Koch Records was like a mid-level independent, or it was called a major independent. We would call it a major independent or like a mid-level major, right? It's It was almost like triple A before you got to the major league. So a lot of artists, older artists, when their careers are winding down, the major labels, you know, they were kicking them off the labels because they weren't selling as much, but they could still sell three, four, five, six hundred thousand uh, copies. They go to Koch. It was called Koch Records. And then they got bought out and then got changed to E1 Entertainment. So last time I checked, I believe the game was on E1 Entertainment. Okay. So let's let's get into this, shall we? Hasbro has entered a definitive agreement to sell E1 for $385 million in cash. All right. The transaction has been approved by the board of directors of Hasbro Entertainment and, one, and, e, and, and E1 Canada Limited, uh, subject to closing conditions and receipt of regulatory approvals. Okay. E1 will be acquired by entities controlled by Blackstone, which also owns music rights organization CSAC. CSAC is overseas. All right. So you have BMI, ASCAP, CSAC. And I think there's one more. That's not known as as known as the top three, but ASCAP BMI, ASCAP's free. BMI is a monthly service or a yearly service, and you have CSAC for territories outside of the U.S. Okay. So subsequent to the closing of the transaction, E1 Music will operate as a separate business unit, headed by its current global president, Chris Taylor. And will focus on building a creator first music brand with a global scale and expertise, according to a statement. So basically, these guys are, are, are going to be the reason why, you know, they may lease out death row music here and there to, to whoever they see fit. Okay. Says, I'm excited to continue to lead and grow this exceptional businesses, said Taylor, pictured on the left with Ted May. Head of International Music, we want the creative community to know that we are focused on making sure that this only benefits them and the work we do. I also want to thank Brian Goldner, it's an interesting name, and Hasbro for their support and partnership. So y'all keep hollering generational wealth, especially in this music business. And I'm keep telling y'all every time, you're not allowed to have generational wealth passed on to your children. I don't want to hear shit about Jay-Z. Shut the fuck up. Because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. If you goofballs actually think Jay-Z is going to leave a billion dollars to Blue Ivy, right? 
because you know black people are stupid like that. All right, this, this, these, these phenotypes, okay, will always have say so, final say so over the over the music. Always, 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 always. Let me continue, shall we? E1 was acquired by Hasbro in 2019 as of part of its overall deal to buy Entertainment One. Okay. These guys. So, when you think Death Row, you think these guys, okay? Moving forward. Now. See, we got we got we got a goofball up in here. Boy. See, see, you see, you see what I deal with? You see why my hobby is no longer fun? Do you see why my hobby is no longer fun? I'm going to let him live. I'm going to let him live. Okay? I'm going to let him live. BMT, I see what's going on, bro. What's going on? <laughs> uh, 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 you must be a black man. You must be a black man. <laughs> All right, so uh shit, stop the screen. My bad. <laughs> so I, I'm an <laughs> So here's here here's the thing. So with DJ Quick, uh, I I don't know who his people are or were at the time that the volume sounds low. Are you sure it's me? Is that better? Okay. I don't know who's Quick people people's people's were back then who handled his affairs. I can only tell you that. My dealings and what I've had to actually look up myself from producers of Quick's era, those guys, damn it, every song is like four or five different people that are not music um, producers or writers that have their hands in the shit. You understand? So, um, you know what? Let's do this. Let's play a game. Let's see what we can find on DJ Quick's publishing. DJ Quick Publishing. Okay, we have an August 2016. YG did not give DJ Quick his credit for my hitter. So let's let's look at that. Let's look, let's take a look at that real quick together, okay? Because I'm gonna learn somebody tonight. Let's look at this together. Okay, this was 2016, y'all. So in 2013, YG released y'all know the song. My it was the it was the clean verse was my hitter, but this is my nigga. 
uh, the potent lead single from his chart-topping Def Jam al- uh, debut, My Crazy Life. Uh, the rich homie Quan and Jeezy-assisted track, also known as My Hitter, climbed into the top 20 on the Billboard Hot 100, serving as the Compton rapper's biggest hit to date. I uh, featured a remix be- with Lil Wayne and, and, and Meek Mill and Nicki, and Nicki Minaj. Okay. Almost three years later, the track has reemerged this week at the center of a controversy. The veteran Compton producer, DJ Quick, whose resume includes work with Tupac, Snoop Dogg, and Jay-Z, among others, accused YG on Twitter of failing to credit him properly for his work on my hitter. And so then it goes. On Monday, Quick fired off a string of since-deleted tweets. See them on hip-hop. Oh, okay, okay. He said, y'all had me engineer and record my nigga for YG and did not give me credit. My lawyer has you in his sights. You fucked up. You don't fuck with DJ Quick. The next day, Quick hopped on the phone with Billboard to tell us his side of the story and how he's switching up his creative process in the studio Read Quick's version of events in his words below. All right, you ready? Here we go. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to point out what went wrong here, just off based off this. This is my first time seeing this, okay? I remember what I remember this being reported. I never got into it, but I'm going to go off this just with fresh eyes, just like y'all, that I'm going to point out what, what went wrong, okay? Or how this could have been avoided. Ready? Here we go. YG and I both had mutual, mutual management at the same time. They called me like YG's from Compton. Quick, you should hook him up. I hadn't had a working relationship with YG before that. I met him and I and I liked the guy. YG's cool. He's a little bashful, but I get it. It's just like Snoop was when he first came out. We were all a little bashful because we didn't understand being thrust into that light of being a celebrity. Okay, first mistake here is management. Okay, management dropped the ball on this one. That's the first mistake. Now here we let's keep going. We booked the studio, Hollywood Way. There's some engineers there, too, that didn't get their credit, and they were a little disappointed. The manager came in and played my nigga on YouTube. It was muddy, not mixed, a good idea, and somebody leaked it straight off of Pro Tools. I was like, yeah, I could fix that. I could clean that up. I pulled the session up, and I started doing the same thing I always do. When I engineer, I charge 10 grand to engineer and mix records. That's fair because I impart my sound to it. I still have that session in my drive right now. Now, not at no point have you heard anything about paperwork being discussed. Okay? So at, at no point have you heard anything about a session log. Hey, I was booked in this for three hours, four hours. So normally how the big labels run their, their studios, everybody logs in. It's a timesheet or a, a, a billboard or a chalkboard and all engineers are listed and everyone's listed from time slot, whatever session you're in, if it's studio A, B, C, D, however. And then whoever the engineer is and for, however, for, however, for, for, for whatever, how many hours they had to this session for and so on and so forth down the line. Okay. Now, I'm not sure how that's set up in Hollywood, Hollywood way, but if you go to any Atlanta studio, uh, um, uh, Stankonia, um, uh, where's where's my guy Black Jarvis Blackshear? My guy Jarvis Blackshear runs his own studio. They same setup, like every engineer's listed. Studios A through A through Z, who's running what and who's engineering what for how many hours for what project? 
Okay. Now let's get, let's continue. He says, I pulled the song up, clean it all up, put it through the SSL board. SSL is one of the, the best recording systems ever. That's solid state logic. I made it really dynamic, cleaned it up, did all the little stuff that needed to be done. Then I stemmed it out. That's a term that sound guys use when they have to make it easy to, for someone to remix. Instead of uh, them having this whole jumbled console full of one hi-hat here, one horn sound there, you put them in stereo stems so it all makes sense. Okay? He continues. I made it super easy and super loud so anybody could have technically mixed it. And that's what they did. They didn't like the way I blended it, which is cool. So they had somebody else blend it. But before that happened... YG said he had to do the vocals over. So one of the engineers at the studio grabbed my microphone. I had a Newman 67, which is the hot shit. All the greats use it. I put my, I put in my 67, even went in and was talking to him in the booth, like nail this shit and whatnot. He nailed it. Says I put it on tape and that's why the record sounds different than all his other records. I took the time to give it the same treatment that we did with Tupac's All Eyes on Me. The same treatment I did with uh, my album Safe and Sound. I spent a lot of money and a lot of years and worked under the tutelage of a lot of great producers just to learn those chops. Just uh, to be giving them away for free because I'm not relevant anymore or because somebody wants to be a dick and give somebody else my credit because maybe there's a kickback involved. I don't think that's the way to do business. Okay. So then. Okay. So he says they're like we had someone that somebody else mixed it, mix it, but it was already stemmed. That means it sounded like it did. The night at, it left at the studio, he didn't do anything different what I have on the tape versus what they have on tape. Okay? But so this is YG's response was behind the scenes. YG would say to people, Quick did a great job on my, on my nigga, but that doesn't hold the same weight as me being down as an official engineer on your song. Okay? He said, Quick goes on to say, I didn't want to get into a pissing match. I'm just disappointed that YG didn't even give me or the other engineers in the studio the simple engineer credit. That's disrespectful. Those kids are in there working for that credit. Another cheap trick we would use, we would go to, um, like, we, we, we would bring in full sale students. If you've been to full sale, you know how you get done dirty. They bring you in for projects, have you mix that shit, and you get a college credit, and we, they don't pay you shit. Okay? Um, or in L.A., it's, there's a musical, there's a music, music school in LA that we would pull young kids out that just needed the credit, wanted the experience of being in a the, in the big studio. We would bring them in, not even use them for work for hire. They would just bring them in and say, hey, look, you want some college credit? Come on in, do these 72-hour mix-down sessions and all this extra. I mean, we would work these kids to death. We would work the fuck out of them. And they would get their little college credit and say they were there. That's it, okay? Uh... Okay, those kids are in the and they're working for that credit. They hear their record on the radio all the time. All that, uh, all they've got is that credit. That'll get them more work on other projects. That's how this business works. We can't keep fucking over the studio world. If they go out of business, music is going to be is going to go to hell. Okay. So the end result was. Let me see. Okay, here we go. Here we go. You ready? Okay, he says it took five to six months to get the two grand. The record's out and I'm still trying to get my money. Stop. 
This man has been in the business for 30 plus years. This man has helped shape your childhood through his music. This nigga had me wearing a fucking perm and a blowout. Okay? All right? It took this guy six months to scrape together two fucking grand. And I got goofballs in the fucking chat that want to argue me and debate me on, on the publishing shit. On what you should have done. Could have, should have, would have. Okay? Let's continue with this shit. He says, guys, it's principle. This is not how we do business correctly. It seems like I got taken for a ride the whole way. I don't want to be, I don't want that to happen again. I won't even go into a studio now unless there are contracts and our lawyers talk about it before we do a session. Let, let me just say this. Let, let me just say this. Somebody get rich man. If he comes back again, the fuck out of my chat. As a matter of fact, if you ha- if you disagree with anything I just said, get him the fuck out of my chat. I'm not even, I'm not here. For, it's a dictator tonight. It's a dictatorship tonight. Any dissension or anybody that wants to disagree with me, get him the fuck out of here. Tonight is Mother Russia. Okay? Get the get him the fuck out of my chat. I'm not debating nobody. I'm not I'm not debating anybody. Took this man two months to scrape together. How much again? How much what what did he say? Wait, wait. It took six months to get two grand. This man is a living embodiment of music, of music knowledge. And it took him six months to scrape together two fucking grand. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of guessing how he had to get the fucking money. I'm kind of guessing how he had to get the fucking money. Okay. Now, is there anything about this business y'all still don't understand? When when they want something from you, they're going to get it out of you. But it doesn't matter how. You, okay, okay, okay. Perfect example. I had a phone call four days ago with the label owner. And I'm telling I'm telling label business, but not not so much business. There was a there was there was some some fuckery going on, right? So my label owner, his his attorney, it's one of them people's, right? And the the opposing attorney is one of them people's. Okay? He said they literally had a five minute conversation. Okay? His attorney said, Hey, there's a problem, but I think we can get it worked out. Just like that. That's the phone call. Do you understand? 
It wasn't. It was not even a five minute conversation. Now, mind you, the situation was very, very bad, extremely bad. The optics on it were very, 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 very bad. But, but shout out to my label owner. He he's been through the shit, so he don't he don't rattle easy. But he said, he said, man, they worked it out. They talked. It wasn't. It was not even a five minute conversation. He said, hey. They said, hey. Well, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. We'll get it take. We we'll get. We'll get it worked out. Do you understand? They, they, these conversations that there's there's no cursing, there's no nigga pull up, there's no nigga catch a flight, there's none of that shit. Uh, you bitch ass nigga, you a pussy. None of that shit. They don't do that shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. They just what? What's the problem? Huh? Uh, okay. Well, all right. We'll, we'll get. And then and then he calls my label owner back. He says, he says. Eh, you, you, you're fine. We, we got it. We'll, we'll get it worked out. Don't you worry about it. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Don't tell me about this fucking business. I don't want to hear shit. No, kiss my ass. Don't tell me. Don't, you can't tell me nothing. Now, I don't know everything. I don't know everything. I know a lot. I know a whole fucking lot. Man, so um, yeah, let's finish looking up Quick's, Quick's publishing because I want to know who, who owns his publishing. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what? I'm going to be petty. Let's, let's just type it in. Who owns DJ Quick Publishing? Hold on, guys. I'm, I'm kind of look, I'm looking for something. I don't want to. Okay, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna kind of do y'all a solid. Let's just do this real quick. Just bear with me. Hold up. Okay. Um, let's. We're gonna run through Quick's list of credits real quick. That's known credits. Known credits. Hold up. Okay. Wait a minute. We're we're gonna do this together. We're gonna do this together. Now, these are the credits we just know about, okay? You ready? Starting back 1991, second to none, AMG, okay? Uh, his first album, Quick is the Name, 92. Second album comes out, uh, let's see, 93, Minister Society soundtrack, okay? 94, Above the Rim and Murder Was the Case soundtracks. Oh my God, those are monster soundtracks. Monster. Some of the greatest sound tr- hip-hop soundtracks ever, ever, ever. 94, uh, okay, 95, Safe and Sound. 96, All Eyes on Me. 97, Adina Howard, Sugar Free. Uh, 98, Deborah Cox. Then he released Rhythmalism. Oh, Jermaine Dupree's Life in 1472. 
is a dope album. Dope album. The Loonies, Shaquille O'Neal, TQ. Huh? Oh, has y'all remember TQ? All right, 99. Second to none. Snoop Dogg, uh, no, no Limit Top Dog. That's when he was on uh, Ma- uh, Master P. Prior, uh, yeah. Uh, he worked on Deep Blue Sea soundtrack. Suge Knight represents the Chronic 2000. Okay. The year 2000. A Ball MJG, Space Age Forever. Okay. Uh, Eric Sermon's Death Squad. Exhibits Restless album. Jeez. 2001, another Tupac album. Janet Jackson, All For You. Corrupt Space Boogie. 2002, another Tupac album. Um, Talib Kweli, Quality album. Jeez, Truth Hurts. 2003, Chingy E-40, High C, Jay-Z's Black album, Nate Dogg, Rappin' Fote. Wow. 2004, another Pac album. Nocturnal. Nocturnal was supposed to replace Snoop Dogg before Nipsey Hussle. 2005, another quick album, Do or Die. 96, uh, 2006, Exhibits Full Circle. 2007, Easy e another Snoop Dogg record. The Fixers, X-Clan, Young Jock. Young Jock probably had one of the best debut albums Ever, every song on young, that on that album is a banger. Every song on that Young Jock album, that first Young, that first album, is a damn near single, damn near single. Two thousand eight, y'all, Maroon Five. Now I didn't know this. I didn't know about Maroon Five. Murs, Ray J, Snoop, and the Game. Two thousand nine, Mike Epps, uh, Quick and Corrupt. Two thousand ten, Bishop Lamont. Danny Boy, Corrupt. 2011, Nick Cannon's album. 2013, Stally. Y'all remember Stally from Ohio. MMG, right? Um, so you mean to tell me this man from 91 to, the, to, to 2015 didn't have enough monies generated from all of his works to hire an attorney in 2019 to sue somebody. Do y'all understand what I'm, this is no knock or no diss to DJ Quick, but do y'all understand how fucked up this business is? Okay? Ah, damn. I'm, I'm, I'm sick for him. I, I got, I'm sick for that man. Okay? How, yeah, 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 yeah. How sad is that? How sad is that? Right? 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 Okay? And, and and think about it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. All those producers from back then, y'all, in the same in the same boat. Quick, Battle Cat, Sam Sneed, um, the, the fat dude from uh uh Eminem's group, D twelve, fat dude. Got jerked pretty bad. Uh, the the bassist Mike Elizondo, the Mexican cat that played the bass on all the fucking Dre records. Warren G. Daz had a few years ago won a settlement for like a couple million dollars. Okay, there you go, bizarre. 
Who is this man? See, God damn it, Erica. God damn it, girl. <laughs> yes, me. Okay, see, once again, the publishing thing. See, y'all, y'all shit. I, I, <laughs> if it were just that simple, guys, okay? If it were just that simple. If it were just that simple. Listen, how many old school artists we always bring we always mention uh who who's the, the old school guy sam we always talk about sam cook how they murdered him for his publishing <laughs> right right uh uh who died in a car who, who died in a plane wreck richie valens the big bopper uh who's the third person otis redding wouldn't give up the publishing would not give up the publishing okay it, it, it's the wild wild listen yeah 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 okay so <laughs> love all both right so i i need people to understand i need people to understand that this business is not as cut and dry as you y'all applying logic to an illogical time, space and and time and place. This place is not does not work on logic. It just does not. It does not at all. Um jeez, man. Right, right, right. James Brown, it took Mike to get for James to get his shit. It took Mike to do that. Same thing with Little Richard. How Little Richard been crying for forever about publishing. It took Mike to do that, but this is just this, but you you get goofball niggas that will come in here and say Mike didn't know the business. Mike knew the business inside and out, inside and out. Prince knew the business inside and out, and yet and still, two of the greatest artists, composers, musicians ever to to walk on this planet uh, have cannot have not been able to pass along their generational wealth to their offspring. This is not up for a debate. So please, please don't, don't talk no Jay-Z, Beyonce to me. Don't talk Diddy to me. Don't, none of that. I, I don't want to hear that shit. I, I just don't. Okay. All right. Oh, let me see. Um, any more questions before I move on to the final topic? So any, see now, okay, okay, now, I, I hear the, the independent argument a lot, a lot, lot. Okay, listen. Right, in theory, that's a great idea. But guess what? 99% of people want their name in lights, okay? Um, all of your independent artists are signed to somebody. I remember back in the day, um, I knew a guy that used to work for Land Speed Records, okay? Well... Slide, who's Land Speed Records? Okay, Land Speed Records was like another mid-major. Or, a, um, yeah, a, a mid-major, right? Or a, a, a major independent. It was just like Koch Records. Land Speed Records, for those that, that remember, that's who 50 Cent was signed to. 
Well, I'll take that back. That's who 50 Cent used for distribution to get his name buzzing. Okay? Land Speed Records. Look the shit up. That's how 50 was able to come with the, with the buzz so strong out of fucking nowhere. So if, if you see an independent artist on major streaming platforms and, or, or they're on Vivo and they have a million fucking views, they ain't independent. They're signed to somebody. Stop the bullshit, okay? All right? You right. It worked for Dom. Uh, 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 who's the other guy? My favorite guy. What the, what, what's his name? The light-skinned mixed nigga. He, like, he, is he Puerto Rican or something? Oh, forget the Dance with the Devil song. Who is that dude? Who is that guy? Someone, come on, y'all. Dance with the Devil. Not Tech Nine. I'm not Tech, not Tech Nine. I'm, I'm not the Dance with the Devil guy. That that record. This nigga said DJ Khaled. God damn it, see over. No, who was the who was the rap dude? Thank you, Immortal Technique. God damn it, shit, shit. There we go. He has not signed. You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait. Distribution. Wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to understand her context. Distribution is contribution, and you know it. Um. Um. Ma'am. Um. Okay, let me ask. Let me ask you this. Uh, do I don't, I'm not even sure what she's trying. What what the, what the point she's trying to make? But uh, okay. Read my comment before that one. Okay, let me see what she said. Wiz Khalifa had an independent label distributed by Atlanta. I'm aware it's a slipper. Oh, okay. So then he's not. See, okay. My our perspective on this side, he's not indie. He's not indie. Okay. So if, uh, okay, here's here here here's my thing. Here's my uh, this is my thing for y'all. So the label I work for, we have distribution through Sony. Okay, we have distribution through Sony. Now, would you consider any artist? on that label independent once again if an artist I work with through the label has distribution through Sony Records are they independent to you are they independent to you okay then oh okay okay no no okay alright oh okay okay Okay. Oh, thank. There's another one. Thank. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Ah. Ah. Uh, okay. Ah. Uh, okay. All right. Ah. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Ah. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See now, sis. Come, come on, oh my God, sis. Don't do this. Don't be that person. Please don't. Don't be that person. <laughs> don't be that person. 
She says, if it's not independent, what is it called? If you can release your art anytime you want through dis- distributed sales, then how is it not? Okay. When I say independent, I mean independent. Okay. Well, and you know what? Let's let's play dumb, y'all. Come on. I'm gonna do. I'm. I know. I know. Let's just play dumb. Let's play dumb. N D P I N. Wait. How did how did Boosie say it? Uh, I N D E P. Independent Mimi. Okay. Wait. Let's let's do this real quick. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just. We're gonna we're gonna play this. We're gonna play this game, cause I'm gonna I'm gonna do like truth teller. I'm gonna treat y'all like y'all slow, and you need shit broken down to the very last compound. Okay. Independent, free from outside control, not depending on another's authority, not depending on another for livelihood or subsist uh, subsist subsistence. An independent person of body. One of the few independents left in the music business. Oh, the irony of that. Oh, the irony. All right. So, now, for those that have been on the major side and independent side of the business, and I mean independent, okay? Independent means you do everything by yourself. That means you make the phone calls, you pay for everything out of pocket. Uh, okay, independent. So when you go to, back in the day, when you go to the radio station, right? You couldn't get the primetime slot. They, they play your shit at two, three, four, five in the morning. You know why? Because you could not afford the primetime slot. That's independent. You're not independent if I can see you during primetime hours or hear your records during primetime hours. Russ is not independent. The, 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 the little Jew boy, the little rap, the little rap, the rapping Jew. Russ is not independent. Don't play this game with me. Okay. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me, uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. So now all labels have a release schedule. So when you first sign your deal, you have to negotiate your release date in the contract because they don't give you a a release date in the contract. This is now I'm going off old, how the old ways of of going still kind of similar to this day to a certain extent, but it's changed up a bit, but you still have to negotiate a release date uh, with your label. Okay. That's what if you sign as a major. Um, if it was a big dog, you got the fourth, you got the fourth quarter, uh, slot, all the, all the big dogs, all the biggest albums of the year were saved for, uh, the fourth quarter for the most part. Okay. Now independent, if you have a, a distribution deal with a major, with a major label, guess what? You're on a schedule. That means you can't release music when, whenever the fuck you feel like it. Okay. All right. Okay. Just like this album drop, guess what? There's a release. There's a fucking release schedule. Every two weeks, a single's being dropped. 
Every month, I, this album's coming out. These artists just can't drop shit when they feel like it. Are you kidding me? You get sued. You get fucking sued. Okay. She, you want to know, what's the solution to being mainstream independently to break the cycle? There's no such thing as, you don't break the cycle. What is It's the music business that business it should be called business music or the business of music because the music business is an oxymoron. It should be called the business of music. If it was called the business of music, I guarantee people would take this shit a lot more serious and do a lot more due diligence and, you know, read, read more Donald Passman books. Okay. It should be called the business of music. So, oh, come on, wait, 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 wait. See, here, here we go. Okay, listen, look, sis, listen. Respectfully, my second wife is in the chat. She's looking to snipe you, okay? I'm trying to keep second wife off your ass, okay? She already looking to snipe you. Now, you said, what's your main point in this to let us aware that we're slaves? We know that I just joined, by the way. Okay, um, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, Everyone's a slave in the music business. I, I, I don't, I don't. Keep it techie. What's, what's going on, bro? Oh, little flip story. You want to you know what the little flip story was? How he got blackballed? That last album. He owed Sony. It was the last record on his on his on his deal on his contract, and he wanted to go elsewhere. What did Sony Records do? They leaked his album, and then guess what they did? They said, "Hey man, somehow the album got leaked out, bro. And since you didn't fulfill that last part of your contract, we're going to extend that contract, huh? What? Oh, okay." Okay. All right. <laughs> Wait, Lil Flip was, he was hot. Oh, hold up. Lil Flip had, Lil Flip was that dude at one point. But that last album he owed Sony. Sony said, nah, he ain't letting you up out of here. They, they leaked his shit. They leaked his shit. And because he didn't match the numbers for that last album, that gave them the right to extend the contract. Yeah. 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 It's not it's not a game. It's not a game. You know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> I seen Lil Flip and Connie talented. I like Flip. I like Flip. Yeah. Flip was dope. Like I, I had the first first two albums. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um See yeah, yeah. See yeah, yeah, don't come back. Don't come back, sis. Don't come back. Don't don't come back. Just why you just see? It it be your own people. Girl, here she. Ooh, shit, Steve. Now nah, you being messy. Now look who's being messy. Shit, girl. I, I can't. I can't with you. I can't. I can't with you tonight. <laughs> 
right. Um, anything else before I, I move on to the to the monogamy thing? And I'm only going to talk about that briefly because I, I have a certain point of view about that. Uh, SoundCloud. Ta. Oh, and then also, um, yeah. So producers, you're gonna get your shit stolen. I, I'm sorry. This is no way to really protect yourself. Um, you know what I mean? There's, there's. Come on, man. Like, you play your shit, and there's a white boy that can play four or five instruments by ear, and he hears your shit. What? You, you can't. What are you, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do that? What are you gonna do? You're right, sis. You're right. You're right. That's okay. She won't be back. I don't think she'll be back no time soon. Um, oh, wow, wow. Wait, wait, Huggy. Wait, wait. I never liked Flip between me and you. My guy, Skinny, was there. I remember Skinny the Pimp. Skinny the Pimp was the shit. Ah. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. And, and, and to wrap this all up, everybody still is is dying to get into this business oh oh uh money bag yo his mama was just diagnosed with covid and pneumonia right so money bag yo's mama is on the clock Sly, who's money bag yo come on y'all these, these these new crap these new crop of rappers money bag yo this nigga be running around here buying all types of shit with money's being generated, I don't know how. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he just said his mama got COVID and pneumonia. <laughs> so you already know where this is going. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, let me see. Prima. Hey, what's happening? Man, do you, do you think Pac and Big were regular rappers when they were like, when they were just hype? I, I'm going to say hype. Man, listen. I never thought of Biggie as that guy like that. I always thought Pun was the better rapper. To me, Pun is the better rapper, the better MC. Pun shits on both of these guys, you know. But that's my little opinion. Uh, let me see. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to put music out. I don't want to be signed. So no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. It's not all doom and gloom. Put the music out. Put the music out. You ain't got to sign with anybody. I'm just saying when you when these motherfuckers run ahead talking independent. Independent means you pay for everything out of pocket. You make the phone calls. You you schedule everything. You're competing against multi million dollar labels. Do you understand? But now because of the internet, it's kind of level the playing field to a certain extent. But the majors tend to dominate this, the streaming sites. And the certain platforms that you would need to get your music out there, right? So there's a reason. There's a reason why Vivo, YouTube will push artists, and they can get they can get ten, twelve million views in a few hours, as opposed to just a regular schmegler somebody. And they'll the algorithm will knock your shit back a bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yo, yo, yo. Um, damn, Paul. I'm a, I'm gonna circle back to it. I'm gonna circle back to it. I'm gonna circle. I'm gonna circle back to it, but yeah, money back, yo. His mama is on the clock, so I, don't be surprised if in three, four months I post a video about money back, yo, mama being dead. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, Lupe fiasco. Remember what happened to Lupe's last album for Atlantic or Warner Atlantic when when Leo was still in charge? What happened? What happened? They wouldn't release the album, right? Remember. The fans went to that goddamn label and protested to release 
Lupe's album because it was the last album on his contract. And then Leo comes out there with a bullhorn. Hey, we're going to release it. We just want to make sure it's right. Remember the back and forth between the fans and Leo. Leo Cohen's out there arguing with the fucking Lupe fans about why he won't drop the album because they were wanting the fucking album. Does anybody remember this? Um, I, do I think Bad Boy has something to do with Tupac and Rock? I don't know. Haitian Jack knows. He had to ask. You had to go to, to the DR and ask Haitian Jack. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, we see you two niggas. They sell themselves out for subs. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, bro. Look what these niggas do on YouTube. Yeah, just look what these niggas do on YouTube. Uh, Blueface. Blueface is... is, is Currently still managed by uh, Whack. Oh, my God. If, if Whack has set him up financially the way Whack claims he has done, he's not, he's not touring like that. Okay, so... His his album single streaming are not the numbers where it used to be, so where's his money coming from? Okay, because I'm telling you right now, no one's nobody's paying full price for a house out here in California, especially down in L.A. County, even in Humboldt County or um, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody's paying full price or or, or in cash for a fucking house in or outside of L.A. like that. You know what I mean? So I, I believe he is going to this. He's doing streaming, right? Um, I'm hearing that he's going to get into the porn in in a minute. That's what I'm hearing, but who who knows? But his lifestyle, there's no way he's generating money to, to keep up what he's doing. There's just, I'm not privy to the situation, but I'm just saying there's, it's just, it, it, the two and two don't add up. You know what I'm saying? Um, Do you think it's possible to be a millionaire or a billionaire without 30? Bro, stop playing. Stop playing with me. I keep hearing about K-Rhino. Y'all keep telling me about K-Rhino. I mean, that's cool. Hey, I didn't say it can't be done. But I'm telling you, I'll tell you this. If I hear your, if I hear an independent artist next to uh, somebody signed to a major label in the same slot block or, you know what I'm saying? Then there's some bullshit in the game. But I, I keep hearing about K Rhino. There you go. Okay. So yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, because it ain't coming from the music. Okay. He said riffraff. I mean, Blue is, listen, you've got the most out of Blue that you could. Like, Blue is not a hit maker, so you, he maximized that one hit, and you would hope to springboard it off into other things, you know? Hey, I, I, listen, there's no shame of being a one-hit wonder in the bit. Like, people look at one-hit wonders like, oh, you're a one-hit wonder. Like, motherfucker, okay, and? You know? Like, I, I never looked down upon one-hit wonders. Like, you had a hit. Okay, you did what a million other people couldn't do. 
you know but I look at things a little differently so you th do I think whack has a good eye for talent okay outside of blueface who has whack like discovered I mean right now blue is his biggest discovery because I follow him on, on IG and those other dudes that I, I don't see any star potential in them, but I could be wrong. But uh, matter of fact, what happened to those, to those, those, the Mexican dudes that he had? Wait, wait, wait. Premium, get back here. Hold up. At one point, he was promoting the little, Mex the little Mexican dudes. What, I, I ain't heard shit from them cats, you know? Oh, yeah. Zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Zero taking baby steps, but look out. So, um, yeah, I mean, what else is he going to do? What other skill sets, what life skill sets does Rob, does Rob Bass have? Come on, listen, I, I know this to Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock, but these niggas are pushing 60. I'm sure they're big as hell, out of shape, not in the best shape. What, what, what other... Skill sets do they possess? You know what I'm saying? Like, who, uh, you would hope to tour because you want to, not because you have to. This is the biggest difference between urban artists and, let's say, pop, rock, and country, and metal. Okay? Urban artists, when they get older, touring is their sole means of income for the most part. Pop, rock, metal and country right when they get in their 60s 70s and 80s they tour because they want to big big fucking difference the fan bases fan bases on, on an urban side uh very limited the you you outgrow the fan base to a certain extent on the other side with the white folk come on man you, have you been to an aerosmith concert okay you got old 70 year old women flashing they old titties at Steven Tyler you understand like you go to an Aerosmith concert you got old ass white ladies flashing their old ass titties at Steven Tyler it's not even a comparison not even a comparison okay that's the difference between urban and everybody else this is why urban um, artists get get smaller budgets because they're not deemed as as worthy as country, uh, metal, pop, and rock. You understand? And like, if you're an artist, what you don't want is that urban tag on you because that puts you in the box. You understand? Just like now, gospel artists don't want to be called gospel. They want to be called something else other than gospel because that, push, that, that shit put your ass right in the fucking box. What do I think about Charleston White? Well, uh, he's he's entertaining. He's entertaining. I'll give him that. And nobody has run up on Charleston. So until somebody runs up on Charleston, Charleston <laughs> he's entertaining. I, I, I'll say that. Um, I'll say this. I'll say... Um, White white fan base white white fans are far more loyal 
been been black. Come on, man. Listen, I, I okay. How many y'all are gonna okay? Let's take the, some of the the greatest MCs performers in hip hop. There's only a few people that I would go see in their fifties or sixties perform. Okay, I would go see LL perform in his sixties. I would go see KRS One perform in his sixties. I would go see uh, Fifty Cent go perform in his sixties. I would go see Busta Rhymes perform in his 60s. I would go see Wu-Tang perform in his 60s, okay? Rock him Allah. I would see I would go see him perform in his 60s. That's six rappers out from the 90s. Okay? That's only six that I would pay monies to go see these niggas be old and fat on stage. You understand? That's it. For the most part. It's less than 10. Now, who have I seen perform on the white side of things as old as fuck? I've seen Metallica. I don't I didn't I didn't question it. First chance I got, let me go see Metallica. I've seen Kiss. First chance I got, let me go see the, I don't give a fuck how old these motherfuckers were, okay? Uh uh Avenged Sevenfold. I've seen uh, Maroon 5. Um I've seen Christina. Um shit. There's a couple more that I'm missing. There's a couple more that I'm missing. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't question. Now, I, that sounds bad because, my, yeah, Nas, I'll, I'll, I'll go see Nas. But these guys can, 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 can sell out arenas with no albums, just off greatest hits alone. Okay? They don't have to put out no, 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 no music like that. Just off greatest hits. Hey, they're going on tour for shits and giggles. I mean, Garth Brooks. When's the last time Garth Brooks put out an album? And Garth Brooks will still sell out arenas. Okay? Like, motherfuckers still be like, oh my God, it's fucking Garth Brooks. Like, he's still a big deal. Okay? How long ago? I'm just saying. And and I know it sounds bad because it's like I'm saying white is better than black. No, it's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is hip-hop is like the it's like arrested develop it's like it it doesn't allow itself to grow right the artists don't want to grow the music the fans damn sure don't want you to grow the music okay outcast i would pay money to see outcast perform in their 60s okay so there's a, there's, a, there's about 10 acts i would pay money to see in on a, on on rap side in their 60s I can name you 20 fucking white acts that are in their 70s that I wouldn't hesitate to go see. Okay? So, is that fair? No. But that's the hip-hop thing, man. To me, it has a ceiling. But I've been saying it. Yeah, I said LL. I said LL. You know what I'm saying? Um, Hell, Kenny G still sells out wherever the fuck he... I hate Kenny G. But that motherfucker sells out wherever the fuck he goes. Okay? This nigga said immature. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, who was on? Who 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 performed not too long ago? I forget. It was somebody that I was. Uh, I was like, damn. I wish I would. I wish I would go see. I mean, come on. Yeah, old ass Mick Jagger and 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 Keith Richards. These motherfuckers. Come on, man. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah, Rush, you know, since they got in, into the, the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Kiss, uh, you know, like, even though they keep saying every year is their last tour, like, these motherfuckers are going to tour until the, to, to one of them drops dead. Okay? Yeah. You don't have that. Exactly. Pick one. Don't, exactly. Don't have to make, don't have to make no more records. None. Ever. 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 You know what I'm saying? So, um, what about DMX? Okay, if DMX was alive, yeah, I'd go see DMX in in, in his uh, in his 60s. But once again, for every one rapper I, I name you, I can name you five white acts that are already in their 60s and 70s, and I will go see them perform. Okay, but once again, I'm not trying to say one is better than the other. I'm just saying the music does not allow itself to grow like that. Okay, you have to be almost in a certain mindset to listen to hip hop, especially, you know, the the 90s and 2000s hip hop. Lil Wayne, I will probably go see Lil Wayne before he before he drops dead because we ain't got much time with Lil Wayne. Okay, I'm just saying. Um, Snoop Dogg, what I know, and here's why. Snoop Dogg has always been a horrible, horrible performer, horrible performer. Snoop Dogg is a terrible, terrible performer. Terrible. Terrible. Don't, don't, if you've ever seen a Snoop Dogg concert, don't sit here and tell me it was a, it was the greatest concert you've ever seen. Like, fuck out of here. When, Snoop has never been known for his performing prowess. He's trash as a performer. But he makes some of the greatest, he makes some of the greatest songs ever. But he's trash as a, uh, as a performer, I would never pay money to see fucking Snoop. Are you kidding me, man? Fuck out of here. Oh, shit. Art said, Art Midnight Star. Hey, no, no, no. Hey, okay, now see, now see. Art makes a great point. Okay, so we can get to the, um, to the, I don't want to say disco side of things, but, um, what, 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 what do we call that? So, the black bands, okay? So, uh, your your players, uh, not, uh, Ohio players, Commodores with Lionel Richie, of course. Um, y- y- Earth, Wind, and Fire, Isley Brothers. Yes, I would pay to see those nick those old ass niggas on stage, without question. It's hip hop is the problem. Hip hop is the. Pro- I-, I went to see Anita Baker a bunch of years ago. You know, um, I went. To, I went. I seen Dion Warwick. She, you know, lost some of the vocals because of the, the, the cancer surgery in, in her jaw. But, you know what I'm saying? Patti LaBelle still puts on a great show. Gladys Knight. Like, so all of those musicians, I would go pay money to see. It, it ain't, it's like I said, it's not black versus white. It's hip hop. Come on, y'all. Like, seriously? Seriously? Like, hey, bro, let's go see fucking... um. Let's go see fucking somebody name me a hip hop artist. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. What about saying, hell no, no, fucking Emmett. Listen, no, 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 I would not pay money to see Eminem. Sorry. No, thank you. Ja Rule, I would pay money to see Ja Rule because Ja Rule is a, is, a, is a good performer. Ja Rule is a good performer. 
You know what I'm saying? So Kanye might be the best. But what? The fuck? I hope you don't mean that. I hope you don't mean that. Yeah, Luda, Dougie Fresh, Slick Rick, like all those guys, I would I would pay money to see. Okay. But like I said, out of fifteen to twenty hip hop artists that span three generations. Okay, out of forty years of hip hop, hip hop started what nineteen seventy. Okay, okay, hip hop is what forty years old, fifty years old. Out of fifty, out of forty years of hip hop, out of forty years of hip hop, you might have twenty, twenty-five out of forty years of hip hop that I will probably pay monies to see perform when they get old as fuck. Now let's take the other genres of music. Okay? Well, is 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 there's no, there's there's no there's no comparison. There's no comparison. Who is better, Selena or Aaliyah? Listen, had Selena not died, bruh. Bruh. Had Selena not died, hold, hold up. Once again, Sony Records to the rescue. <laughs> Listen, they had they had the Spanish album, the English album. They had a, a huge fucking tour. She was about to start. She was, she was gonna she was gonna get into movies. Listen, man, had Selena not died, homie. <laughs> had Selena not died, <laughs> bro. Listen, had Selena not died, she she would have been probably the greatest female Mexican artist ever and her impact in music yeah I, I would have I, yeah had she not died it definitely I would take Selena over over Aaliyah I'm just saying I'm just saying she didn't have Timbo and Missy nobody was around when uh, man come on wait what year was what year was this hold up now y'all playing y'all playing y'all moving the goalposts and shit Selena Gomez man she died in 92 man she died in 92 she didn't need no damn she didn't need temp- see here once again once again this uh, I, gotta, I gotta explain shit to y'all Selena didn't need no damn Timbo and Missy Selena was international already you understand? Selena was already an international star. They were trying to break her here in the, in the States because this was the last bastion before eminent greatness. She was already an international star. Come on, the Mexicans was going to hold her the fuck down. Central America, South America. This, come on, stop. You know, fucking Timberland and Missy. <laughs> she was already... I'm just saying. Uh, okay. Okay. Man, how long is this? How long have I been running around now for? See, I'm still getting comments about the music business. This guy says, this is why you get a lawyer to draft up a contract ensuring you receive what is due to you. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 There. There it is. There. There it is. Yeah. Selena was man. Listen, Selena was going to go down as one of the greats. Period. She was on her way. You know what I'm saying? Hold up. She had a band behind her. Um, she was writing her own songs. Oh, fucking come on, man. Y'all better stop playing with this shit. So like Selena was like, Selena's. Hey, she was, she was on her way. Like this was the last stop before global domination of Selena. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Motherfuckers didn't even know who the fuck she was. And she was selling out arenas everywhere, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, Hey, wait, 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 wait. You know who held Michael down? The Europeans overseas. You know what I'm saying? Like the Arabs and and the Europeans uh, held Michael Jackson down because because a lot of black folk gave up on Michael because they really thought he, they, they believe he touched them kids and they, they was drinking the Kool-Aid and shit. The Arabs and the Europeans Hell, Michael, the fuck down. Hell yeah, the whole Eastern Bloc. They sure did. They sure did. They sure did. Anything for Selena. <laughs> Hell yeah, 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 yeah. Black Americans abandoned Mike, man. Now you see that the case had been um has been thrown out. Now everybody's like, oh, remember Michael Jackson? Nah, it's too late. Now I still now listen. It is still my belief that Michael is not dead. Okay. It is still my, my theory in progress, my working theory that Michael Jackson is not dead. Now the character of Michael may be dead, but I personally don't believe that Michael is dead. That's just me. That's just me. So man, I mean, all the jazz greats had to go over to Europe. You know, we hear the stories uh, Josephine Baker and they all went to France and became, you know, and it's like, I ain't coming back to the States. They was SYSBM and shit back in the 20s and 30s. Hey, wait. Hey, keep it techie. Them niggas was SYSBM. Them niggas was, them niggas was SYSBM. Back in the 20s. Hell yeah. Yeah, they was like, fuck this shit, we out. <laughs> and niggas was SYSBM. Save yourself, black musicians. <laughs> uh, honestly, uh, my dealings from overseas, uh, dealing with CSAC and a couple of territories, it's it's not as um, tedious or stressful. It's still the music business. I, it's a it's a little bit lax over there. It's a little bit lax over there. Just a little bit. Wait wait wait. So I'm not the only one that believes he's still alive. Hold up. Um. Right, the whole um, Dave Dave shit, like, cause I'ma keep saying it. The real Dave Dave, when they brought him out on the Doctors episode, he's short little guy, and they and his little you and his uh, Facebook videos, he was short guy, 
right? Uh, Mike was what, 5'11", 5'10", very broad shoulders. That motherfucker on Larry King was not, was not the, little, the little Dave Dave, okay? So, yeah, I, I, like I said, I believe that Mike was one of the few people that said, okay, they, gave him a, they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Give us everything, you walk away with nothing. That just my personal Michael Jackson theory that I believe he's, he's not dead. Now, I believe that he's still burned from the original fire, um, you know, decades prior and shit, you know, but that's just me. Yeah, I, I, I can't stand Tina Turner, man. Tina Turner's on the clock, too. Tina Turner's on the clock, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm over, I'm over her. Like, Tina, to me, has, over the last 10 years, has just turned into this, um, this attention whore. You know what I'm saying? Wait, Paul, you say Mike is still alive. Check out his nephew's Siggy wedding. He attended in the sky. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Damn, bro, you know about Selena's tonight? Jeez. What Miles Davis said the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, man, I, I'm sorry, but it, it, it's just, it is what it is, man. Black folks just, you got like a 10-year window with black people. <laughs> then it's like, ah, you know? Wait, 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 wait. I've seen Mary, uh, well, that doesn't count because there was a, uh, it was a, it was a mic check. Now, I think Mary puts on a good show. Now, she's a trash singer, but I think Mary puts on a good show. I, I could, but I'm not going to say your, your, your perspective is wrong, but I, I, I would pay money to see Mary J. Blige. You know, when she get to doing her little Mary dance and she get to do the, oh, and we get to, oh, go Mary, and she get to do it. Yeah, she, what? <laughs> yeah, I would, I would pay to see Mary in, in, in concert. Yeah. See, okay, see now perspective. Yeah, I, I've never heard anybody say anything bad about her performance. She she can perform. Like Mary gets down. Man, this the best part is her dancing. That's the that's the, all we live for is her matter of fact, Mary's dancing is like right there with Patty LaBelle's dancing. When Patty kicks off her shoes and gets the this shit, the, the eagle arms and shit, it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> Mary, Mary's dancing is everything. Like that shit gives me life. I just be like, oh shit, go. I'm like, right. <laughs> you know. Ah uh, shit. Ah, uh, let me see. Wait, 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 wait. No, it's not that I left out Big Daddy Kane, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I would, I would, I would, um, yeah, Kane is one of them, too. Snoop is better than Liberace for his showmanship. Stop it. I used to watch Liberace at, like, 11 p.m., ABC, late nights. Liberace was a fucking G. Even though I knew it was, like, something was off with him, but Liberace was a fucking G. Like nobody gives Liberace any credit like that. People people sleep on Liberace. 
Oh, see now, Leah, or uh, uh, Alicia. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mmm. I could see. I could see that happening. I could see you going to go see Alicia and just be like, "Huh." You know. Uh, let's see, Neo. Yeah, Neo. Like, um. Oh shit. Um. Drew Hill. Like, you know how many times, like, motherfuckers would confuse me with fucking Cisco? Like, back in the day, like, because we, if, uh, when they would come to L.A. and we would be, like, in the same six-block area. Yo, my, I used to get, motherfuckers used to confuse me for Cisco all the time. All the time. All the time. Let me see. I would go see the DLC if his voice had never got messed up to me. He was right up there with Raccoon. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. The DLC right up there with Rakim, huh? Okay, I'm going to let you have that one. I'll let you have that one. I disagree, but I'll let you have that one. I could... I'm not mad at you for saying that. I'm not mad at you for saying that. <laughs> no, I didn't have blonde hair. No, I had it. I had it. The whole, sh you know, it was short, but it was. Man, I used to get that shit all the fucking time. I would get shit for free. I would, I would, I would, uh, I get free clothes. I was getting all types of shit because motherfuckers really thought I was fucking Cisco because I'm, we're the same fucking height, you know? Yeah, 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 man, shit. Anywho, um, up there on the plane with Rakim, I, listen, I, I, I would say he would, he probably would have been the greatest West Coast lyricist. But Rakim, man, come on, bro. That's Rakim Allah, son. I don't know. Cisco's like 5'5". Five, five. I'm I he's not that short. Cisco's 5'5". Five, five. Let's not disrespect Cisco. Let's not do Cisco like that. Y'all leave Cisco alone. No, I didn't do no goddamn Drew Hill pounce. <laughs> ah shit. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm gonna get up out of here because uh, it's late and you guys should be in the bed sleep. Wait, who's better, Nas or Rakim? See, okay, one of one of Nas's aliases is the son of Rakim, so that's like who's better, Michael Jackson or James Brown? I always go James Brown because without James Brown. You don't have the blueprint. That's just me. You know, I, we going to hit for hit, you know, and I could see why somebody would say James, uh, Michael Jackson, because he had, I guess, overall globally, he was a bigger impact, but we're talking hit for hit. Um, you know, whatever talent for talent, man, James, James is, is, is in Mike's ass, man. Let's, let's, it's not a it's not a debate for me. Like it it's fucking James Brown. Stop playing. You know what I'm saying? Wait, you supposed to be meditating? Um Is that what you be doing? You'd be like, um, nee, 
That's what Brandy be doing at night. I'm like, Brandy, what you doing? Brandy, come on. Don't let's let's be Randy. I Brandy, I can see you like Raven from Teen Titans, like um, um I am one with the universe. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I respect that. I respect that. Oh shit! All right, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm. It's mad late. It's mad late. Come on, hey, everybody, do it with me. Um, <laughs> right, Raven was a G. Raven was a G. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Okay. I'll catch it on the on the replay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, people forget like Raven, you know, her father was Trigon, you know, one of the one of the strongest creatures or demons in, in, in DC, in the DC universe, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, I'm gonna get out of here. Do me a favor, hit the like on the way out. And uh wait, wait, you thought to be doing that shit? Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Right, you know, you know, Brandy Brandy's guy be coming, he come to the bedroom. And he'd be ready, and she'd be like, and she'd be like, babe, babe, are you done? Five more minutes, and I'll be completed with the universe. Right? He'd be like, uh, babe, what do you want for lunch? I want hummus alongside with celery and carrots. Please and thank you. <laughs> supervisor be like um brandy did you get the the report done i'm currently working on the report in the ethers and when i'm done i will transmutate it into your desk (laughs) (laughs) oh with crystals with the crystal. So you got the bowl, right? And you, and you. <laughs> Brandy be like. <laughs> I'm out. Y'all have a good night. I, oh, I will do the monogamy thing later. So, um, get out of here, go to bed, everybody. Thank y'all for hanging out. And, uh, hopefully you guys learned something 
and we exchange information and all that good stuff. Brandy, you have a good night. Uh, all is one and one is well with you and your family. I will see you in the ethers alongside the great one that resides in us all. Mm.